Hello everyone, I'm your host Milo Golding. Thank you for joining me today on Factors. For new listeners, Factors is an audio resource to explore the many perspectives surrounding pressing bioethics issues through discussion and analysis. Today, we'll be discussing the genome editing CRISPR-Cas9 technology and its application while raising ethical concerns about its impact on our future. Genome editing technologies have led to fundamental changes in genetic science. Among them, CRISPR-Cas9 technology particularly stands out due to its advantages such as easy handling, high accuracy, and low cost. Now, you may begin by wondering to yourselves, how does this work? The CRISPR-Cas9 system consists of two key molecules that introduce a change into the DNA. This includes an enzyme called Cas9 and a type of RNA called guide RNA or gRNA. Cas9 functions as a pair of molecular scissors that can cut the two strands of DNA at a specific location in the genome so that bits of DNA can then be added or removed. The gRNA is made up of two parts. The first part is a small piece of pre-designed RNA sequence, which is then located within a longer RNA scaffold. The scaffold part binds the DNA and the pre-designed sequence guides the Cas9 to the right part of the genome. This makes sure that the Cas9 enzyme cuts at the right point in the genome. The gRNA then has a job of finding and binding to a specific sequence in the DNA. In theory, the gRNA will only bind to the target sequence and no other regions of the genome. The Cas9 then follows the guide RNA to the same location in the DNA sequence and makes a cut across both strands of the DNA. The cell can recognize that the DNA is damaged and then tries to repair it. Scientists can use the DNA repair machinery to introduce changes to one or more genes in the genome of a cell of interest. Now, let's discuss the concerns of this genome editing technology. Most concerns stem from the use of CRISPR-Cas9 to genetically alter human germline cells and embryos called germline genome editing. Germline genome editing leads to bioethical issues including the occurrence of undesirable changes in the genome, from whom and how informed consent is obtained, and the breeding of the human species. However, the bioethical issues that CRISPR-Cas9 technology could cause in the environment, agriculture, and livestock should also not be forgotten. However, the question that this poses is how can we make sure to place restrictions on the usage of CRISPR-Cas9 while also attempting to yield the possibilities surrounded by its implementation? The fact that CRISPR-Cas9 is among the important discoveries of the 21st century is widely accepted in the scientific community and related industries. However, the rapid rise of CRISPR-Cas9 has led to new 
bioethical, social, and legal issues in medicine, agriculture, livestock, and the environment. The editing of human germline cells with CRISPR-Cas9 is prohibited because of various precautions. CRISPR-Cas9 has the possibility to be used to improve the performance of athletes and prevent violent behavior. Although gene therapy is often used to treat patients for their own benefit, the criminal justice system may require a repeater or dangerous offenders to correct the genes associated with violence by genome editing technologies in the future. Now, one of the biggest dilemmas here is to obtain informed consent for an underage person if the intervention is made during the development of the zygote. This will give parents or guardians the right to make decisions on behalf of minors for non-health reasons. Furthermore, when socially assessed, some genetically improved populations or individuals may have some advantages in comparison to others in terms of various features such as mental and physical capacity. Therefore, the use of CRISPR-Cas9 in genome enhancement should be seriously discussed both socially and morally. The potential for using CRISPR-Cas9 for genome editing in the human germline has raised serious ethical debates. Until 2015, all therapeutic applications in humans were performed in somatic cells using genome editing technologies. One famous case is with Huang and other Chinese scientists who utilized CRISPR-Cas9 gene while editing on human zygotes. Many ethical concerns surrounded Huang and his colleagues' experiments because scientists had never used CRISPR-Cas9 to edit human zygotes before. Zygotes are sperm-filled egg cells. Huang and his colleagues stated that to conduct ethical experimentation with fertilized egg cells, they chose to experiment with triponuclear zygotes. However, when attempting to publish their study, Huang and his colleagues' manuscript was rejected by top journals such as Nature and Science because of the ethical concerns surrounding their study. In the same year as Huang's study, David Baltimore, a leader in ethical discussion on biotechnology, warned scientists not to implement CRISPR-Cas9 editing in human clinical trials before there are more thorough investigations of the biotechnology. Another usage of CRISPR-Cas9 genome editing technology is the use in organ transplantation. Organ transplantation is the replacement of an organ that cannot function in an individual's body with a healthy organ from a living donor or a cadaver. The primary purpose is to save the life of the patient who is in danger of organ failure and to increase the lifespan and quality of life. The development of chimeric animals may prevent patients from spending precious time waiting for an appropriate donor. Bioethical issues in the generation of chimeric animals arise from the fact that chimeras contain human nerve and germ cells. The two main issues can be summarized as defining the order of nature and the moral disorders caused by how the organism is treated depending on whether the organism is accepted as human or animal. 
Some people think that chimeric embryos will affect human dignity and identity because they have the power to develop organisms with human-derived cells and tissues. The others state that chimeric organisms containing human cells cannot turn into humans and therefore will not affect human dignity. They also argue that the human-like features imparted to the chimeras will neither affect the biological environment nor the moral status of animals and will never reach human consciousness. Going back to the human implications of CRISPR-Cas9 genetic editing technology, let's discuss a case about the world's first genetically altered babies. On the 25th of November 2018, a Chinese researcher of Southern University of Science and Technology released a video on YouTube announcing that he and his colleagues created the world's first genetically altered babies, Lulu and Nana. He and his team had recruited eight couples through an HIV volunteer group named BHL. All the male participants are HIV positive, and all female participants are HIV negative. The participants' sperm was quote-unquote washed off to get rid of HIV and then injected into eggs collected from female participants. By using a CRISPR-Cas9 gene editing technique, they disabled a gene called CCR5 in the embryos, aiming to close the protein doorway that allows HIV to enter a cell and make the subjects immune to the HIV virus. The process led to at least one successful pregnancy and the birth of the twin baby girls. While the Chinese scientists and his team thought that his research was a dramatic scientific advancement, its legitimacy was increasingly challenged by scientists, bioethics, lawyers, and the general public, both in China and internationally. The Chinese scientist was found guilty of conducting illegal medical practices and was sentenced to three years in prison. This case study certainly raises the question of what a world would look like with normalized embryotic genetic editing and the further advancement of CRISPR-Cas9 genetic editing technologies. But alas, this concludes our case study discussion for today. If you have any interesting topics you would like me to discuss in the podcast, please contact me through my email, milogolding at outlook.com. I'll tune in with you next Sunday. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you all have a wonderful week. Until next time.